have seen things up there that would make you blanch. How's blanch? Oh, she's coming. <laughs> Same as Yellow Jack, only whiter. Yes, sir. I have seen the lost city of the water lumber. Water lumber. <laughs> oh, yes. The fabled lost jungle city that ruled over by a white woman known by the superstitious natives as she. Who is she? The cat's mother. <laughs> they say she's over 300 years old, but as beautiful as she was when she was 250. Well, I must meet her. Why? Well, I'm attracted to older women, you see. Will you lead me to her? It's a dangerous journey through fever-ridden swamp, through trackless jungle of mountains, across deserts, through crocodile-infested rivers. Is there no other way? Well, a 73 bath <laughs> Well, I haven't got this small change, and you know these conductors. They'll never take a note. Then we must go by river. We'll sail at dawn tomorrow. The next morning we set off in the African Queen, played by Douglas Smith with cocoa on his face. <laughs> he nosed his way lazily upstream. For Fitch and I relaxed in the stern. <laughs> chug, 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 fut, fut, fut. <laughs> Fut, fut, Smith. Yes, sir, it's the engine. Well, give the old boiler a kick. Yes, sir. Ah! <laughs> Thank you, sir. When you're an old boiler like me, you don't get many kicks. <laughs> Isn't that the one who played Granny in The Three Musketeers? <laughs> Yeah, she gets around a bit for an old one. <laughs> Meanwhile, halfway up the Ompopo. Fut, fut, chug, chug. <laughs> Kafong. Smith, what, what, what was that supposed to be? Well, I think a crocodile has fouled the propeller, sir. What shall I do? Hit it on the nose with a rolled-up newspaper. <laughs> From here on, we'll have to go by foot. Follow me. I think we should have moored the boat first. Help! Help! I can't swim! Well, tread water! I can't! The crocodile's gnawing my leg! Well, hop water then! scrambled ashore more dead than alive and set off on foot through the tangled undergrowth of the Umpopo country. For Fitch and I made slow progress. Well, it's not easy to walk when you've got a crocodile hanging onto your face. <laughs> I can't go on. I'm done for. Oh, come on, for Fitch. Oh, uh, 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 no, I'm fi 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 finished. He was best doubled with agony. Suddenly there was a st and a ft. <laughs> For a moment I thought he'd expired. But fortunately he was only transfixed by a poison dart. Ah! Where
Where did the dart hit you, for pitch? Well, if I was a dartboard, it'd be triple 19. <laughs> then, then suddenly from out of the bush, or rather from under the bush, came the tiny naked figure of a man riding a hedgehog. He was 30 inches high and he brandished a small but deadly blowpipe. He galloped across the clearing, reined his hedgehog to a halt, and dismounted with a sigh of relief. I have a warning for you, white man. What is it? Never ride a hedgehog with no clothes on. Who are you? I'm Sunny Zal, king of the Mpopo pygmies. Observe, tiny but perfect in every detail. What brings you here? We are looking for the lost city of the Water Lumba and the White Goddess, she. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> but you are injured. You need a doctor. I'll summon my tribe. George, Arthur, City, Solly. Hundreds of tiny figures swarmed out of the undergrowth, and in a trice we were up to our knees in Umpopo. <laughs> But this man is injured. He can't walk. Don't worry. I'll give him a pick-me-back. That night found us in Sconston, a rude hut. Fafitch was raving. I've got fever. Your friend delirious, but which doctor will soon cure him? Where is he? At which surgery? He's coping with epidemic among pygmy tribe. German measles. Measles? You mean measles? No. Big me so small, only room for one. <laughs> ah, water! Water! Here you are, old chap. It's not for me, it's for the crocodile. Ah, <laughs> oh, ah, mother! Oh, thank heavens he recognizes me. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't feel me legs. Help me! Help him to feel his legs, will you, something? <laughs> I'm going. It's slipping away. It's coming back. It's going again. Oh, I wish it would make its mind up. <laughs> At that moment, the witch doctor arrived. He stood framed in the doorway, towering over three feet tall, a giant of a man for a pygmy. His ears were pierced with elephant tusks. He wore a headdress of fine ostrich plumes, and he carried a matching handbag. <laughs> From his waist dangled his curious medicaments. He spoke. <laughs> what was that? I said, and how's the patient today? Oh. Will you examine him? Well, certainly. Now, does it hurt when I do this? Well, his reflexes are all right. Uh -huh. Yes, now, what do uh, you diagnose? Uh, not one at all. Patient has a bad case of galloping. Galloping what? Don't know. It goes too fast. <laughs> I, uh, I suspect beri-beri. Beri-beri, is that bad? Not beri-beri bad, not beri-beri good, so, so. How are you going to treat it? As follows. First, I smear myself in sacred chicken fat. Then I make cabalistic sign. Well, there's nothing cabalistic. <laughs> Nothing capitalistic about that sign. <laughs> then I summon Devil Drummer. Devil Drummer! Hi, baby. <laughs> Give me a steady four and easy on the hi-hat. 
Search of the lost city and a she. For days we hacked our way through the undergrowth until finally there in a valley below us lay the fabled city of Waterlumber, its marble domes and gabled minarets glinting in the sunlight. I heard a movement behind us and turned to see four grinning dark faces. The leader spoke. Ah, white man, we were expecting you. Would you accompany us? Delighted. <laughs> Mercifully came oblivion. <laughs> when we came to, Fabich and I found ourselves lying on the marble floor of an enormous chamber. At the far end of the room was an ornate throne on which sat the 300-year-old white goddess played by Betty Marsden without any artificial aid. <laughs> on either side of her stood a huge Nubian. As if in answer to my thoughts, Fabich spoke. Ah, oh, what an enormous pair of Nubians! <laughs> Many, many times. <laughs> 